0: from LA comic-con it's the nighttime show here with us as always uh, the handsome debonair man about town the redhead in charge mr. Matt Walker is here as always of course uh, we've got uh, the, the, uh, the the guy who is your host till is your ho No mo. Mike Glazer, of course, is here. Our guest today is an absolutely incredible guy, a phenomenal animator, uh, Oscar-nominated director, uh, best known for his work uh, on Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. It doesn't get much better than the freaking director of Storks, the movie that put my life on the map. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug... Sweetland is here! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've changed Thank the you. world as we know it, Doug Sweetland. And,
1: and who are you?
0: I'm... Oh, hey! I'm the host of the nighttime <laughs> show and Pigeon Toady from Stork, Stephen Kramer
1: Glickman! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and Mike Black's job is safe. After yeah, Mike, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike Black's safe after this. Um, it is a... Uh, it's so wonderful to have you here, Doug Thank you. Thanks for
2: having me, man. We just Great had you on a
0: panel. We did a little panel a chat. That was the best. It was, was very cool. So but you know, I wanted to I wanted to jump in and talk to you just about you know uh, your life and things and and how this has all worked out for you. What are you What are you doing currently? What's happening
2: currently in your life? Currently, um, I'm in the middle of kind of the Hollywood hustle. I'm out pitching. Yeah. For the, for the first time, I think. How been does
0: that work exactly? Can You walk us through that just because the, the, we're all guys.
2: We are all. Yeah. Uh, all that's right. Th- you we're know just what? Dudes.
0: I'm looking Couple at us and all dude. three of Challenge. us have facial hair. I think we're all guys. Uh huh. And we're all people. It's and, LA. You never it's know. It's LA. You never uh-huh. know. Anything could happen. <laughs> um, but whether you're a guy or a lady and you're in this business, you're always trying to come up with stuff and things. So yeah. what does that mean to be out there pitching and doing the Hollywood hustle? What does that mean exactly? So
2: I kind of, the last. 10 years or so I've been down here in L.A. after a a long, illustrious career at Pixar. I was Mm -hmm. so lucky to start out there. Uh, Started out animating there, and I was lucky enough to do a short, to direct a pitch and direct a short there, presto. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, I was like, I would love to have an opportunity directing, but the the gigs that I would take down here in this kind of first big chunk of my directing career have been basically open assignments. So I should say, Storks Mm -hmm. was Nick Stoller's pitch, and I was lucky enough to to team up with him
0: yeah because typically on an animated film they will have more than one director or or it's not always the case but most of the time there is more than one director that works on it there's there's you know people because it's a huge undertaking yes four years you need to have hundreds of people hundreds of people involved you know um so had you worked as a director with another director together before
2: yeah i uh most of the time, yeah. I yeah. Uh, before Storix, I was doing development. I had a, I was coing with a great guy named Fertile Riley. Oh yeah, uh, film didn't get made. That happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Storix worked out. That was a, a blast, as you know. Yeah, sure. Um, and it was kind of good because I got to, like, it was Nick's first animated film. Right. So it was kind of really good. Then you know, so he, we are we had a really kind of mutually beneficial partnership, where. Uh, and he's really improv based to an extent I didn't understand. You know now, obviously yeah. being on the other side of the mic from him, and that's
0: so not typical. Not for typical of animation. animated yeah. movies. There's no right. improving in animated movies. You yeah. do what's on the script, and and then they animate. it. It is yeah, nothing. You
2: manufacture literally everything. You get nothing for free. So everything in an animated movie is like the product of labor and decisions. So why was there's that no different? tree out how, there? How got to make that?
0: why how did they do that differently that's crazy so
2: so that's so what happens it's very easy in animation to just over plan because you have to plan everything to begin with yeah uh but nick's style really is like and i'd never seen a, a writer like this a writer who had so much disregard for his own pages they really were just like i mean you can remember oh yeah he would just he would write the scene get into the booth with the actors a lot of times Two on the you know we record multiple actors at the same time, which right. also doesn't really happen in that animation. That never happens because he wants the chemistry between between characters, and then he would throw the the pages kind of over his shoulder, and and it was just sort of a you know freestyle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so and very we were,
0: very uncommon.
2: Yeah, like and, I remember
0: doing a scene. There was a scene in the movie Mat where pigeon toady. Uh, had a diaper on his head and it was a crown. He was Dude. wearing it as a crown uh, and then all the vultures. Yes. There were vultures that On made Trash it, Island. On mm-hmm. Trash Island. For some reason, there was I'm a so glad you
2: remember island. this. This obviously didn't make oh, it in the movie.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it just, instead, very...
1: you you cosplayed your apartment as Trash Island. Oh, I've been there. yeah, That's exactly. That's what it kind of is like. That's exactly yes. exactly it
0: was
2: typecasting. It yes. it we knew yes. about his apartment. Yeah. We were like, we need to get this guy.
0: Wait, this guy is, lives on a pile of trash.
1: Yeah. So
0: Were you
2: improvising Improvising that
3: scene, and it just didn't make the cut, and no, that's just how it goes. I mean,
0: some of it was improvised, but some of it was just like I remember script-wise being like. Wait a second! He's wearing a diaper on his head, and there were <laughs> pigeons. There were there were vultures, the and the count. vultures were yeah. all all uh, played by Brian Posehn. Amazing! Yeah. Yeah. I Amazing. was like totally blown away because oh, I remember you told God. me
1: about like as you're recording going along because you started off on scratch vocals, and then it was a, a big thing. I remember being on edge about whether you were going to get to be in the movie, and they were replacing all these people, and it was like up until right. the last, until they released the poster that said Pigeon Toady Stephen Kramer Glickman, you were like I could get fired at any time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole way uh, through it. Because Jennifer true. Aniston, you told a story about that. Like Jennifer Aniston just like goes to see. She's like, "Oh, what movies you making now? Oh, I want to be in that movie." And they're just like, "Okay, fine. You're the mom now. All right." That was basically how it went, Right? The
0: situation is yeah. is that uh, Andy Samberg's best friend's wife, right, was the mom.
2: Uh, yeah. Right. That's right. Um, oh god. Oh, this is a horrible time to blank on a name.
0: Uh, I'm. I'm.
2: Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't want. I don't okay. want. It's okay, but absent-minded but myth. Yeah. My but her her, her voice. In high fidelity. But her voice is in the trailer, in the first yeah. trailer. That it was, was in the theater. Brian Husky and oh, oh awesome, great improviser. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. And why am I blanking I'm, on her it's name? O- it's okay. I the, apologize uh, to it's, you out it's, there.
0: It's for the best. But her voice was was it was great. She was very yeah. talented, and everyone she was
2: like was like a she had uh Ben and Neighbors I think in Neighbors too.
0: Yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah. But then Jennifer Aniston kind of showed up and was like, "Hey, I want to be in this movie." And then it was like, "You can't have Jennifer Aniston on the poster with a, some guy. It's got to be another famous person." So they to the yeah. like, that's just how movie that's how studios work. Yeah. That's right, how Right, that but stuff you works. made
2: it through the gauntlet because I, there's only one Pigeon Toady. That is yeah. unbelievable. And, and there's only one Tulip and that was uh, Katie Crown yeah. who uh, we brought in as well. Dude, we because was,
0: like, that is a role. I mean, Katie Crown is an extraordinary actress. She's great. And there is no one else. After watching it, there's nobody else who could do that part. Yeah. But there's a lot of damn people who wanted to do that part. Mm-hmm. I would I would guarantee you Reese Witherspoon would have done a backflip. Lake Bell or, like, yeah, yeah, Kristen yeah. Bell. Yeah, any of those. Yeah. Any Bells. Yeah. Any Bells would would have wanted to Liberty. do Liberty. Liberty Bell. Oh, my god! Are you kidding me? Liberty <laughs> like Bell that, would have loved yeah. that. Yeah, but that She's is. She's
1: cracked. A Sorry, yeah. that's terrible. No, it is. It is. So my dad, Nobody is, else was picking up the baton. So Thank you. Storks. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm here. Uh, is it accurate <laughs> to say that, uh, like, because you, you're pitching stuff now, so you, have you had anything that's come out since Storks or anything you've made? That no. I was I back so in the development pool, so, I, you know. It's, so it's then, this. is it accurate to say that since you've worked with Stephen Kramer Glickman, your career yeah. has hit it's a bit in of a toilet. downturn? Yeah,
2: I would just, toilet. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Why would I. Wow, malign a toilet like that when they're so useful and they do so much. But that here I am using this toilet,
1: which I honestly has been there for me every time I needed it. That you really to did that describe to me, the that. Na- the nadir wow, that,
2: that is my career. So wow. so should we
1: put a warning out for any other directors that are yeah. thinking of hiring Stephen? Can I tell you something? A, f- a weird story. So. So, you so son of a Presto.
2: now we're even. OK, now we're even. Whatever so. it was, we're even now. You rat bastard. <laughs> ah, ah. Well, so, so what he does. Yeah. Do you need a director? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you come in and fix this, please? Yes. Um, can I just say, because uh, yeah. Presto was nominated for an Oscar. and yeah. I, So I got to go to these, the mm-hmm. Oscar party. Um, and went to the ceremony and I I, I don't know there's and I was sitting next to John Ratzenberger who is the oh, yeah. the good luck totem of mm-hmm. all Pixar and so this is before the ceremony and I was like yeah I'm nominated for a short and and um, I can't remember if was like I was like do you think I'll get it and he's like well am I in it and I was like no and he's like no <laughs> Really? <laughs> and and you know what he was right oh, <laughs> And it did nice. wow. And I was like that was where I screwed up I didn't that, get there was, uh, in the short. We had oh. Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec oh on the God. show.
1: Parks and Rec on the show. I remember they went to the... He said they were like at the Golden Globes, I think is what it was. And they were like, hey, do you think we're going to win? And then somebody in the cast was like, these aren't winner's seats. Oh! Because they were just like, they're like, no, the winner's sit over there. And then they didn't win. And then like they came back the next year, and they were still not in winner's seats. And they're like, oh, we're going we're to lose again. And they lost again that year. But then he went to the Emmys for that other thing he went. He was like... Nominated for best guest star on from like a soap opera. No soap opera. Yeah, to, and he's like, hey, I'm going to my friend's barbecue later. I'm just gonna drop in. They're gonna show my face for five minutes. Uber, stay outside. I'm gonna come running out after I lose because I'm not winning. And he's like, all these people are. They're all great. It was like Nichelle Nichols is nominated. All these great actors, huge careers, and he's like, I kind of think I'm in winner seats. What What am I doing here? I don't have even have a speech. And he wound up winning. Whoa. So maybe that's a thing. Does everybody Some people know just about these know. winner seats? Uh, I, I know now because Jim O'Hare told me. Now just we know. Yeah, like you maybe are you are can check your seating that. chart before <laughs> you get there and be like, oh, I'm not going to bother showing up. These are not yeah. winner seats. Yeah. Well, just whatever. If they're putting you in loser seats, don't take them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go There's
2: the bathroom. A Winners. Wait for a winner to go to the bathroom. Steal their ticket. Keep yelling that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. What was the Oscars like for you? What was good like? Surreal. It was. Oh, did
2: you go by yourself? Did you go? No, I had my wifey. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, you had at the time. The the
0: lady at the time. Yeah, it
2: was super fun. You know what it was like though. In a weird way, uh, it was like an out of body experience because um, because it's a popular short. (laughs) So I hope I wasn't being too presumptuous. I thought there was a decent chance that you know, with the support of Pixar, that Mm -hmm. I thought it stood a good shot. Yeah. And so there's the. You know, like the speech you have to come up with. There's the pressure of like saying it in ta- under time. Yeah, not wanting to get it played off, thanking What's the right people, well, and then so so, and then the moments building up, and and if all, you know, actually, it was Jennifer Aniston was presenting. So yeah. oh wow, you know, oh, I know. Weird, it's all coming together. Whoa. What? So oh, yeah. what? Yeah.
1: What short actually won the Oscar that year?
2: It was like a, the art. It was the. It was an art film
1: basically. Okay.
2: It was there was like four comedy shorts and then the artsy one. Yeah, and the artsy one it was so okay. clear what the voting block wanted. It okay. was like they want wow. the arty. It they want a lot. the arty. thing. I mean yeah. sometimes it, like, it's know, very, like it's always it's like not to, uh, like best short, short
1: form documentary like, nine times out of ten is a movie about the Holocaust, it seems. Right? It's like a thing. Yeah. Like, you, you, you watch the Oscars, like, oh, right. well, that one's going to win. Like, you see right. the novel, you're just like, oh, that's going to win. And then right. you just know. What do you yeah. have yep.
0: against Jews, Matt?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa, two to one. Okay. <laughs> Great.
0: Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, really, Matt? Well, seems uh, a little presumptuous there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if please, I could
2: just uh, take yeah, please. super quick to lo- <laughs> what it's like to not win the oscar uh-huh. is actually a massive massive relief. It was like it was like an invisible hand or something was like crushing me. Right. And then as soon as the Jennifer Anderson said some other guy's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got the take, pressure's you, lifted. The, the, I, yeah. suddenly I was like suddenly I'm, my first thought was I'm in a room. Like I could my like spirit reentered mm-hmm. my body and I was like wow. I was and I was like I'm a guy in a room. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like wow. I like my whole mind just started over from scratch. It's just yeah. like I'm that's just it. I'm just dug yeah. again. And it was yeah. kind of awesome. Then we got into the Vanity Fair I, party on Wally's Coattails Yo. and I was oh, like cool. hopping into the mall poster where you know Humphrey Bogart and James Dean are having a shake with Marilyn Monroe. Like all of these oh. actors that it's you know there's like Jason Statham and uh, you know a Beastie Boy and Mick Jagger. That's and so cool because then you're seeing all of them
0: Interacting and they yeah. shouldn't be, and yeah. you're like, What are these people even yeah. doing? And, with you're, each other? and the it's only so
2: not famous person there is you. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, that is good and weird. But it's you're one of the only out.
3: nominated people there, also. Like, yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. huge superstars, but it's like you kind of earned
2: the invitation. You earned your way in. yeah. yeah. Just you for a like a one fleeting movie. evening. Very yeah, cool. you got your, you got that's you have the
0: cool. you get a great thing that you get to drop first thing you get to be If you know, anyone says oh what did you do here tonight?" i was nominated for an oscar tonight everyone's yeah. like oh my god that's like that's a great starting point for any conversation yeah you know
1: yeah
2: my my general strategy is if i respect you I'll, i will give you the gift of not having to talk to me like i'll just i will dem- completely demure but sam raimi was there oh childhood hero of mine sam raimi and nobody was talking to the dude And so then I couldn't
1: help it. And and I have to say, thank you for not respecting any of us and being willing to talk to us here today. Yes, please. That's very kind of you. Your lack of respect for us is very useful for a podcast. Very helpful. (laughs) I am burdening I you with my presence.
0: <laughs> hey, Matt, before we continue this show, i got to talk about something that is is—it's it, it, crucial to our show. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this company, we wouldn't really have a show. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Zoom. Okay, Zoom Recorders, the Zoom Corporation, they provide us with one of the damn coolest things on the market. What, what, are, we, what are we recording our show on? We're recording
1: on? right now on a Zoom L8. Oh, this, it's so awesome. It's so cool.
0: It's yeah. so beautiful. We can do anything with
1: this thing. Now, Zoom
0: uh, was established in Tokyo. It's based in Tokyo, and they have been equipping creators around the world, innovators in uh, audio equipment. These guys just don't stop. Whether you're a classically trained pianist or a run and gun filmmaker, they have a, the, the item for you, the recorder for you. Mm-hmm. It will fit in your bag, and it will fit in your budget. Uh, and we've gotten to record our show all over the
1: damn world.
0: Epcot Center, L.A. Convention
1: Center, Ed Asner's house.
0: Oh, my God. So cool. Yeah. So check out zoom-na.com. All right. Let's get back to the show. I had a moment with uh, uh, when I was about 15, 16 years old. There's a girl that I had a crush on, and she invited me to a movie premiere. It was a movie called "Addicted to Love." Oh, dude, I remember, you that. remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, is that I Matthew lived in Matthew Broderick and Meg, Matthew Meg Ryan. Matthew Broderick and so, Meg yeah. Ryan in a bad, not a bad movie, but not a great movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. and I was living in San Diego, and so she was like, "Oh, we could drive up together and go to this premiere." And I was like, "Oh, it's a date," you know, and it was really yeah, cool. it is. That's she was not interested in me at all. That's she, a rom There was a guy there, and she was interested in him, but I went with her to this. Wow. You were the chaperone. I, chap- I was the chaperone. <laughs> her date, right? But we, but at some point, she's off talking to him and flirting, and I'm just kind of standing there alone. And uh, and I look over at the window at this <laughs> theater that doesn't even exist in in Brentwood anymore. And and standing at the window, looking out at the street, is Chris Farley. <gasps> and it was Farley, and he was eating popcorn by himself, <laughs> just looking at the street out below with all the press and the things. And I walked over, and I was like, "Oh my God, you're Chris Farley." I love you so much. I'm such a huge fan. And he was like, oh, thanks. That's cool, you man. Oh, jeez. And then then we talked for a few minutes about SNL and about Tommy Boy. And he was super, super kind, super nice, and he signed... Uh, popcorn box for me and he wrote Dude. stay cool and he spelled cool wrong yeah. which is funny <laughs> uh, do you still have it no I do not no, it vanished somewhere in, in the, t- the 20 places I've lived it's today. on Trash Island yeah it's <laughs> on Trash <laughs> Island somewhere. you're sitting on it right now oh my oh god my there it is <laughs> Farley um, but it was like one of those things where you're where you're kind of like oh my god I'm catching someone in that moment yeah. where no one else is talking Yeah. yeah. At the Saturn Awards uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm backstage. The opposite thing happened where I was on stage and I did this panel, like comedy thing. And I got some good laughs. And Vincent D'Onofrio was in the front row. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited because we're backstage. And Vincent D'Onofrio was standing like four feet away from me. And I was like, oh, my God. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, funny job up there. And I was like, I have a per- Now I can say something back to him. Uh-huh. And what came out of my mouth uh-huh. made him go, uh huh, and walk away. I <laughs> said, <laughs> I said, uh, thanks. Great job on da- uh, Daredevil. You're so good on it. <laughs> and he went, thanks. Well, and it was like, have, I just, re- I could have said a million That's things, slightly Matt. better than
1: I probably would have come back with. A- What is your major malfunction? Thinking I'm funny up there. Which would have been bad. That would have been better. But it would be a better story. It's a better story. Because it's a better comment. Also, you're talking about
0: Full Metal Jacket, which is a fucking great movie. I'd much rather be referencing a Full Metal Jacket than, than... daredevil daredevil at the saturn awards <laughs> <laughs> we're at the nerd show already he knows yeah. i'm a nerd he doesn't need <laughs> yeah. oh you so blew the audition s- to, blew talk to talk to him
2: i blew it yes i blew you were auditioning it for him that's it which no. is like Next. what pitching is yeah, <laughs> like is, yeah going edit. back to the first question yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it six is months event. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> now you worked you worked on on a thing since then on a show on a movie you're developing stuff and moving yes. on things and then things get to, sometimes a project ends up in a weird place or yeah. things don't always work
2: so, right things so you know i mean like i, I can only get developed i
0: only feel like i can i can talk to you about this because you've had so much success in creating amazing amazing Thank stuff you. that like talking about something that did not has has not hit the big screen yet yeah. or or is being blocked in some way that's got to feel tricky it's got to be a
2: yes yeah it's yeah it is tricky what do you do what do you how do you handle it what do you what do you do you just have to uh, keep getting up, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I do feel a little bit like I'm living an actor's life in the in the sense of like the amount of. I don't want to like it's not, not say rejection, but I kind of. But that's the word, like you know. I sort of expect it, like and you. It's a you're playing a numbers game, so sure. you're really like mm-hmm. you're canvassing the town. I'm the I'm the guy who pitched a story at a party, like I've done that. I'm not proud of it, but I couldn't <laughs> stop. I literally couldn't stop doing it. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you know it's kind of like you're' it's the, it's the hustle that's yeah. you're literally hustling you're trying to get a phone number out of a conversation or in the I panel there in the panel that
1: happened earlier today you pointed out that animation is not a genre it's just a medium so is, yeah. are these projects you're pitching now are they something you envision being done animated or do you care is it just a story you want to tell and however it gets made is how it gets made yeah it's funny
2: that's a great question it's more the latter because mm-hmm. um, I had this the thing that I've been pitching has been It could be live action, it could Mm -hmm. be animated, it could be a feature, or it could be a series. Mm -hmm. And I kind of would just go in, pitch the story, and be like, so what are you looking for? Yeah. Well, especially
1: now, because, like, so many things, they're like, oh, this is the live action Lion King. Like, no, Uh, no, it's not. That's not live action. Like, it's all computer animated, as far as I can tell. I mean, it's like so many things are just bending all that.
2: Well, and part of the reason I wanted to pitch is because over the last 10 years, like, what will happen is there's an open assignment. It's something the studio has a vested interest in, which kind of gives you a leg up. But then if you don't have a vested interest in it or Mm -hmm. you're like in development, I'm trying to find a way to, I don't know, make it something that. uh,
3: Well, it's like because when you go in for an open assignment, right, it's like, what's your angle? What's your point of view? What are you going to do for us? Yes. And when you're going in with a pitch that's your own, you've like you're starting from scratch. You're that much farther ahead. You've thought that
1: out from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Whereas it's always just much more political by its nature if you're taking someone else's idea. And, um, you know, and then and, and taking ownership of it. So, yeah, this time around, yeah. it's like, I don't know, it's like a 50-50. You, know, you make as much many things as you kind of don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'm like, can I just improve my numbers if I go in saying, hey, I have a pitch?
0: I, I once sat down with John August for an interview. Oh, and, wow. And we, we talked a lot. And, and at some point, John August wrote Big Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we started talking to him about his career and his life. And he pulled out a list a mile long. Yeah. Out of all of all the things that he has written and wow. developed on, that has wow. not made it to the big screen, it was like Barbarella, and Whoa. I mean, insane, yeah. insane the stuff. The stuff that gets
2: made is a tip of an iceberg yeah. to the glut of stuff that does not.
0: Yeah, but you know, the good thing to remember too is that like you are a very talented person. You've made some wonderful choices in your Thank life. You. Thank you, you trusted your instinct. You've and you also to hired
1: g- Stephen Glickman.
0: Yes.
2: So not Best all choice. great choices. That, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make that choice. I'm oh. so hey. proud to have been <laughs> next to a person who made that choice. <laughs> who made that choice? Who was yeah. the final choice maker? It was Nick and, and Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, and it all kind of there was like a it all worked in so many different ways. Like in one from a writing standpoint, it was brilliant because you wrote Pigeon Toady as much with Nick on its feet in the booth. Same with I'd say Nick and actually it was Chris Smith acting opposite Katie Crown when we were just doing Scratch. Sure. And But Katie Crown really like became Tulip in a way that was singular. And um, so it's like it's sort of undeniable. Like what are you really, gonna, like it's kind of like Brad Bird as E yeah. in The Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. You know they tried to recast it and they just couldn't. It's like he's her.
0: Let me ask you a question: Who was the per? Do you know who the person was that they wanted to replace me with, or that they were trying to decide?
2: Like, is
1: there a famous person that could have been Pigeon Toady? I don't it, think so. I mean, really? literally,
2: because huh. I forgot Trash Island until you just mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Brian Posehn. Yeah, Ooh, I have the DVD. Fun. I have the Ooh. on the I DVD. Drop an F-bomb? Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: right. On the DVD, there's special features, and one of the special features is is watching the the scene uh. of Trash Trash Island. Yeah. And I'm not doing the Pigeon toady voice. I'm doing a different voice that I yeah, had. You hadn't found hadn't the surfer, found the, the weird yet. pseudo-surfer. And I had come in with two voices, and they were not sure which yeah. one was going to be the voice. I was doing kind, kind of, more of like, like a, a little high pitched. Uh, I was like, kind of like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I think
1: he made a good choice. It's not so with bad. That's one. what yeah. Yeah, That's you said. Yeah,
0: then I started like come down here, and I was like a lot of cooler. Yeah, yeah, pretty solid. Which is we, we had- the reason we keep talking about mm-hmm. Trash Island too. Is my my old roommate Kevin? Mm-hmm. That my yeah. voice is. That, it's the, an impression of him, it's basically. It's an impression of him because he used to come in and go, your life is a garbage pile. <laughs> and, <then he> <laughs> no yeah. way. and I made yep. him a t-shirt that said, your life is a
2: garbage no pile. Way. Yeah. Because yeah. Nick... Uh, his I, roommate is his He had a roommate that he was modeling he was your off. character off of. I know. And still, I mean, he would never say who this... this I don't know if it was a roommate. Oh, so no, when no. He knew Kevin went to go see it in the movie yeah. theater and was <laughs> like,
0: hey, are you doing a process man me in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. He <laughs> just had to deal with it. Yeah. Now, we had John Venzen on, oh, editor no on Storks. Yeah. Oh uh, great oh, really? guy. Yep. I love and John. And I learned something from him that I didn't think about because I was... Like the way movies normally get made is like directors get a bunch of footage and they show up to the editors like let's figure out exactly what beats we want to use. But in animation, yeah. it's sort of a little more planned out before the editor gets the footage to play with because it, by that point, you know you don't, you don't want to animate a bunch of stuff you're not going to use, yes, right? Correct. So you sort of want to weed that out ahead of time because it's very expensive to get all the every frame of animation. Yeah.
3: So what do you mean it's just an racer dog? <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah, bro, just where where
2: where have you been, Mike? You, saved, you could <laughs> save Josh. us billions in this industry. Like, God. never thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy stock in erasers now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> do you find that that process is
1: very different for you? Like, is is the making of an animated film very different than making a movie on on film or on digital? Where you like, you're going to film a lot more stuff, and you're going to have a lot more to cut from at the end of the at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it was interesting to see... Actually, Nick did, I thought, for his first time doing animation, I thought he he took advantage of the rewriting process mm-hmm. that we do in boards and editorial, uh, where Venzen sits. Um, he took advantage of that, I think, to great effect. And he actually was like... There were two ways that he would launch a scene. Either it would be he would write it on its feet mm-hmm. in the booth with two actors. we got amazing two-character mm-hmm. scenes. And then they would go to the board artist, and it's almost like you're... It's almost like you're rough animating mm-hmm. um, a dialogue track. Yeah. And Or he would be like, he wouldn't even write it at all. He went straight to Justin Ridge, who's an amazing board artist, and he's like, wouldn't it be funny if um, our heroes fought the penguins and the baby was asleep and you, they had to have a totally silent fight? Mm-hmm. And then Justin Ridge... Like that was like Sketched a Friday. Out. Yeah, okay. and then it was like Tuesday or Wednesday the next week Justin Ridge pretty much had like that whole sequence like all beat it out. Wow. And that's like one of the funniest sequences in the movie. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one so of the highlights amazing. of the film. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, wow. I'm sorry, like can you break down the order of operations to get in
3: an animated like cuz in live action it's like script and casting and right. then you go on location and you're shooting these scenes like is there an order of operations that makes things clean when you're doing animation or is it just it all happens at once and then it comes together at once
2: i mean it's you know the script coordinator always ends up pulling their hair out like there there are people that take the brunt of a lot of the organized chaos venzen being one of them for sure because if you're recording if you're improvising on mic you're recording super fat and then who's going to cut all that stuff down who's going to boil an hour down to the three minute scene that it should be because is that is that drawn yet, though? Or are you hearing that it track and then you're drawing be. from it? Uh, it yeah, it, it is sort of like script. God, actually, yeah. it's funny. You can, I don't know. You, or I, I, I don't even know. It kind of depends. It, I mean, just, it you seems you like from, magic, so that's why I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, you, 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 know? can, you like, can give script pages to a board artist, and they can do a visual thing if you want to explore it that way, and then nail down dialogue. I think Nick, being from TV originally, and and then being a writer, he's dialogue-driven, and so I think... He would do a lot of things in the booth, and then hand out radio plays to board when I was doing some boards. Uh huh. Um, Unbelievable. Yes. I, so it's because it's it's all like it all. What you want to do is you got to figure out like the best way that the director works, and you kind of everyone galvanizes around that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense.
2: That Hopefully. makes a lot of sense. For you, is it script first? Um, or is it a
3: character that you draw and then you're like, oh, let's put him in a.
2: No, it's probably script first. Yeah. 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 Cool. And but but you know it's funny because. What a lot of people don't see coming is the amount of reinvention that happens. Like, who was it? There was a there was a great question in the panel today. Yeah. There was a kid who at USC who <laughs> was a, in a writing program, and he's like, "But I want to write for animation." And I almost wanted to be like, "Well, brace yourself, buddy, because yeah. it's not like you—you. It, you, it's like writing in public, basically. You don't get mm-hmm. to kind of go off. The best writing in animation oh. is you're embedded, and it's, it's like a writer's room where wow. you can't be pressure. Or, sorry, precious, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys, best ideas win. Your, yeah, exactly. So it's way more a little bit of a contact sport, at, in the best sort <sighs> of way. You're cutting. That's, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, huh? it's it's tricky. So it takes a certain sensibility. Um, from a writer to really kind of get into the process and integrate
0: that's incredible that's incredible hey matt before we continue this show we really have something big that we have to announce Mm -hmm. i have to announce it right now it's a big deal 2020 is a very exciting year it's a big it's a big year buddy Mm -hmm. because it's the 75th anniversary Uh, of what 75 years old who's 75 i'll tell you who's 75
1: it's not william shatner No. It's not George Takei. No. It's not Leonard Nimoy.
0: It's Sennheiser. Sennheiser, oh. Sennheiser, the microphone uh, and audio company, the company that provides our amazing microphones and our incredible headphones that makes us sound so incredibly Yeah, we just got
1: a whole new setup, these MD-42 microphones, the HD-25 headphones. These things are awesome.
0: I love them. And these guys, they're the top, this is top-tier microphones, top-tier headphones. If you are looking for uh, audio equipment, if you are a a singer songwriter if you're a a voiceover actor if you're if you're trying to get into the podcast game sennheiser is the way to go if you're an audio engineer don't go anywhere else go straight to sennheiser if you have someone in your life that loves audio this is the place to do it sennheiser's the way to go uh go to sennheiser.com that's s-e-n-n-h-e-i-s-e-r.com and uh all right let's get back to the show is there any uh, darlings that you've had to cut that you're like, oh, I can't believe we had to get rid of them? as my baby. Well, it's so funny, like, because
2: you were kind of asking about the Trash Island thing. That was a hilarious bit. It was a great scene, yeah. but but vultures went away, so there's literally no reason to have their yeah. their Trash Island.
0: And it became wolves, right? Yeah, that's yeah or or, or yeah. were wolves already? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or
2: it was like, I mean, it was a crazy early idea where storks try to deliver babies and. And vultures maraud them. No, it was the soldiers. I'm sorry, it was Storks delivering uh, for corner store.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you and ask you
2: a, uh, a, a question mm.
3: about. Um, Those are the best parts, though. I, I know, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a way, know? but
2: but that's the sort of thing. Like that's why it's good. A lot of people don't, you know. It feels like making a uh, live action film is finite. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of. It's intense as hell. what yeah. it sounds like. Is there? But the lights at the end of the tunnel. This takes years and years, and so it is a massive marathon. You know, and you're, but you're glad to have it because the material gets so much better the more you work it. Yeah.
0: Before we wrap this thing up, I I I, I do have a question I want to ask you, and it's about uh, uh, animated movies that try to make you cry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, I hate There, those. there are students. I don't cry. So okay, it's like, well, bring it on. There are studios. <laughs> where you watch uh, something like I, I was talking to some of the animators that I that, that were there at your birthday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And one of the guys worked on Incredibles. And one of the other guys. And I, oh I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, you know, there's a, it's a very f- fascinating thing. Incredibles is Pixar, mm-hmm. right? Finding Finding Nemo is Pixar. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo. Gut punches people when they watch that. That is, and finding Dory was even more sad. There was even more things in there oh, yeah. that were heart, like really, like
3: everybody. The beginning of Up. It's yeah, like, right. oh, the oh beginning my of Up.
2: god. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And then you watch people seriously like, don't like Up. I've heard. I've heard people complain about Up because you they, they don't want to cry in the first no. ten minutes of a movie. You yeah. watch, <laughs> Mo- they're Monsters like, they're East, watch Monsters Inc.
0: Watch Monsters Inc. Or you watch Incredibles. Yeah there's no point in that movie where you're like oh my god I'm I'm weeping while watching this in my living room they're beautiful movies but that's not what they are they're just not they're not in there's no really heavy heartfelt moment so my question to you is like is that something at Pixar that's discussed where they're like, "We're gonna go, we're gonna go for the solar plexus on this one. Like uh-huh. this is gonna, this is gonna hurt." Is somebody. there like a,
1: is there like a thing on a board where like you need to yeah. have one of these moments and one of these moments and a, we're for gonna block make blockbusters. I feel that's
2: right. like it is. Yeah. It's like we, okay, it's, they do a lot of they just. Uh, Crowd testing. What about mm-hmm. what makes people cry the most? <laughs> no, like seriously. Because. We we, kill a dog. Well, because uh, <laughs> we like Family Feud, but yeah. for but kill for a, a cry, <laughs> but for a deeply like whatever shatters you, kill a dog. That's the yeah. It's just a wheel. It's just a giant wheel. Only go. Yeah. <laughs> but kill a dog. All right. That's what we're gonna do.
0: Well, uh, like uh, no joke. <laughs> the like I, I was watching a uh, this showrunners panel thing where like all these big showrunners were talking about. Television and about movies and about how it's important to try to get the audience to laugh, the audience to feel an emotional response to your main character, like yeah. love, yeah. and then to take something away from your main character that makes the audiences heart reach out for them. Is there a, a formula or something that yeah. pi- that Pixar is like? We are got, we're going to hurt somebody. We're gonna make people feel
2: I think feel good or feel bad. Like I don't think it's like that. I think it's, that's a real outside-in kind of way to look at it. I don't okay. think they're right. that so they're right. that calculated. I will say, like, okay. I, but I do think that, you know, animated movies, if it's, if it's in the best-case scenario, it's going to take four years of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, all day, every day. And if you're going to do it, it better be worthwhile. And so I think, you know, I think the Pixar philosophy, or it's really kind of anybody who's trying to... You want a you want a movie that's going to last. You want a movie that means something to people. That means something to you. If it's going to be worth all of your time. Yeah. And I think I mean, it's something like mm-hmm. the thing I'm taking out and pitching now is actually like on the surface, it's a weird alternate dimension romp. Right. So is, it's is a the massive thing you're fantasy. Out and
1: pitching, but is it a pigeon toady standalone movie?
2: It is. That is <laughs> the most emotional thing to me. I mean, yeah. I I think.
1: Do you know how often I get asked about that? Yeah.
0: How often I get asked why there is not a straight to video yeah. DVD? Pigeon-tody. I worked with a producer Pigeon-tody right Tody after movie. who was
2: like, "Can we just get a TV show for Pitch and Toting?"
0: Why can't we do a Netflix <laughs> yeah. Warner? Bro- is it because it's Warner Brothers? They won't. They don't yeah. want do Netflix. How about Warner Network? They got their Warner's Network. They're trying you to stream something. Yeah. Do they hate it? Do they hate the character? Is that I why? don't know. It's you a know? well, it because Christophari loved it, but then he's gone. He's I love that around. this podcast turned into. Hey <laughs> <laughs> hey Doug, hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. Can, I have, can I have a a job? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, totally uh, no, have to I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm
2: fine. We're getting the, the band back together. I'm working, and then I'll okay, give you a I'm job. Waiting. We're, we're getting uh, the no, band I'll get you a job. I'll you
0: a job. get you a job. You get me a job. Yeah. We'll work together. No, it, it is one of those things that like I, I do get hit. I get hit up. People write yeah. me and ask me about oh, it. Oh, totally. I mean, not every day. Like, every maybe, maybe once a yeah. week. I get no. like a, when am we getting a pigeon He's He's memorable.
2: Scandal. He's a, st- he's a sticky it's a ridic- character. It's
0: a sticky, in yeah. your brain, weird kid. Ca- your friend said it to me at your birthday. The, uh-huh. the guy
2: is from uh, Pixar. Yeah, Teddy. Both of them. Teddy and Stacey. Both of them brought it up to me. Oh, so. awesome. Yeah, because I think their kids were running around doing... T- uh, pigeon toady and pur- I, pur- I pur- pur- told you, last cool. year
0: here, Lisa Loeb came, and mm-hmm. we walked. I walked her and her kids through the thing, and as we were walking across the thing, her two little tiny children were going, "Hi, you like me now? Just yelling <laughs> <laughs> while we were walking. <laughs> oh, my no, my no. It was so funny. Jaime
1: Camille came on the podcast because you were Pigeon Toady. Yeah, that's yeah? very true. Jaime Camille from uh, Jane the Virgin. He was oh. like people's sexiest man alive for like 10 years in a row in South America. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. weird.
0: Uh, it's a weird. Huge. Sorry, like it's he was in uh,
1: uh, Secret Life of Pets, oh. which yeah. came out around the same time. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I remember, like, he was all excited to meet Steven because his kids were loving Pigeon Toadie. It was like yeah. a thing.
2: I, yeah. you know, I think it's a unique movie. It is not like yeah. other yeah. movies.
0: Yeah. It is quirky as hell. Yeah. It is very quirky, but yeah. I love it. It was a singular. But table way. I mean, that's <laughs> like. I just rewatched you know some many of that.
2: God, those are funny. I think There's we did. We funny. had to do like that was a one where I think I think Nick did just do the spinning wheel of punchlines. Mm-hmm. He was just
0: like let's say another line. It was like kind of what weird. is dumber?
2: Dumber. That was always the thing with your oh, character. What's and, the
0: d- and less uh, diction, please. Yeah. Oh diction. yeah, that's a good, that was a classic. Sound worse. <laughs>
2: called him out on that. Oh, you just want me to do the mumble my words thing? Yeah. <laughs> you said it wouldn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, listen, Doug, I, we, could, I, we could sit here and talk about me and my career all day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love you so much. Thank yeah, you for being man. a good friend Bye and thank you for coming you. to do this. Hey, man. thanks, awesome. guys. Yeah, no, thanks. my pleasure.
3: Oh well, next time, next time you're on, it'll be to promote because a pitch where they were like, oh. "We love it," yes. and that'll be exactly oh what God. happens. It'll Not be done. great. Does this sound good? Where's this? I don't this know if it's worth that's, that's
1: plastic.
2: Particle board. I think you're counts. knocking on plastic? No, this is. Oh, is that what? Okay. I could get a splinter off of this. You All might right. be able to. Yeah, yeah that's it lucky. It's a left finger. I'm going to get a little splinter. Yeah. I'm take and that home with That's me.
0: the nighttime show. Doug Sweetland, you're on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, Instagram. You are using LinkedIn. Um, Find them yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. What, what's please. your TikTok account? What's your Snapchats?
2: Uh, breathe some life into LinkedIn somehow. Can someone do that? I
0: love LinkedIn.
2: I don't know what what is it. It needs something.
0: Um, so you look, look up Doug Sweetland on uh, Instagram or Twitter. You're going to be able to find you. You're on there. Facebook. What about you, Matt Walker? Where can people get you? Uh, I find
1: links to everything at funnymatt.com, Or Stephen can submit his complaints about my comments about him at mattwalker sucks. You
0: made up for it at the end. You said nice things at the end. See, so yeah, What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. What about you, uh,
1: Glazer?
3: Uh, you can find me at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo on all the social media. Oh, and right, right, uh, right. that's it.
0: Oh, and check out your uh, your other podcast that you do is so damn good. Oh, Weed thank and you. Grub, yeah, so damn good. Called Weed and
3: Grub, and uh, we just interviewed David Crosby, and that was a blast. Uh, so, so check out Weed and Grub.
0: Checking damn. out. Uh, I'm Stephen Glickman. You can get me at Stephen Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. If you really want to talk to me on LinkedIn, you can. Uh, I don't know.
2: It Dude, happens. you gotta give a shout out to LA Comic Con. Do, do your listeners know where we are oh, right now?
0: Yeah, everyone knows. We are at LA Comic Con, the greatest con, my favorite con, the best of all cons. This has been a hell of a con. Thank it's you so con. much. <laughs> uh, I to say that. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the show. There. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Woohoo! Oh.